Sunday Gravy. Welcome to Sunday Gravy. This is a podcast based on recent sermons of High Point Community Church, as well as anything else that just happens to be on our mind. If you would like to contact us, you'll find all of our information at highpointcommunitychurch.org or highpoint.community. And now on with the show. All right. Welcome, all you beautiful listeners out there. This is Blake, <laughs> along with Pastor Joey Hill. Hello. And hello. today we are joined by, uh, do we still not have a title? No, we still don't know what I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like ministry assistant because she does so many different things. That's fancy. Is that fancy. fair? I think that's I what think we've been called. Okay. Yeah. Ministry assistant here at High Point Community Church. We just made it official, Miss <laughs> Tiffany Wilson. Hey, yeah. What's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really, I'm really slow on the applause. Keep, keep grunting yeah. in the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Good, I was running out of breath. Uh, anyway, yeah, Tiffany's joining us today uh, here on Sunday Gravy, and we are coming to you on Monday, March 13th to review Sunday, March 12th here at High Point, as well as talk about many other things. Not the least of these would be, what did you guys do this weekend? <laughs> what what'd you have going on this past week? Oh, my goodness, man. Uh, just, you know, if you know me with my kids, chasing my kids around, I, you know, just went down, you know, visited where my daughter goes to college and then came back and tried to catch catch a few things, you know. But all in all, though, I'm, man, I'm just getting all into March Madness right now, y'all. I mean, it could be because I'm an Alabama fan, but – yeah. I spent a lot, a lot of watching that, and then we we did some fishing. By the way, we did fishing. Nice. My my youngest son caught a four pound big mouth. I was happy for him. So yeah, yeah. Cool. What about you? Did birthdays all weekend. We had my mom's birthday was Saturday, and then my younger cousins is today. So we had a birthday party and a birthday dinner Saturday. So that was fun. Was it really? Was it? <laughs> Are you just was, saying that for? Was it really? <laughs> you just saying I, that to keep. I all, sound like I had a blast. Keep the peace. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, I'm glad that worked out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do? Well, I was gone this past week, so I don't know how much we want to talk about that or not. I mean, that's a. What I, th- you, I think you should at least tell everybody where you went. Yeah. And what, what? What for? So yeah, I was gone uh, to a podcast casters conference to learn more about podcasting mm. and so missed some days here in the office but i didn't miss any sundays and so glad i didn't got to partake yeah. in all all the parts so far of the new series and so um but yeah learned a lot got overwhelmed my brain was turned into mush when i got back i was two <laughs> hours behind and then um <laughs> totally forgot about the fact that i was coming back on the weekend that the time changed. So I landed in Birmingham on Friday night. I was already, my my body and my internal clock had adjusted to be two hours behind. Mm. And lo and behold, I was going to go to sleep and lose another hour. So I woke up three that'll, hours behind. Yeah, that'll mess you up. <laughs> <laughs> no bueno. So it was, uh, yeah, it was it was not fun Sunday morning. Mm. When my clock went off Sunday morning to be here, um, my body was just like, no, you're mm. not getting up. No, you're I'm not. Good. <laughs> and uh, I think I hit snooze on my phone like 14 times. Yeah. Yeah. Am I the only one that gets spring forward, fall back, m- mixed up every time? Like every time. Yes. 
I know you're like, you just, bring forward, yeah, Joey. Yeah, you just said it. I, I mean, know. Shush, shush. <laughs> I'm just saying like, but in my mind, I think it's because I know that I'm getting more daylight mm-hmm. in the day. And that's kind of in my mind, like sunshine, you know, and, yeah. and it means I'm going to be rested. I'm getting more sleep. I don't know. But, but like, I was excited because I was speaking and I, I, I did speak this weekend at a, at a really cool thing at First Baptist Alabaster. You just left that out. I did. Yeah. I did. I'm sorry. Uh, but, it, it, you know, I was thinking family. But th- this weekend was really cool, but just because it was, it was, you know, getting to do stuff with family. But I was also getting to, you know, speak at a Disciple Now for students, and that was awesome. And God did a really cool thing there. And that night, Saturday night, I was talking to a friend of mine that goes to church there, and I was like, he was like, man, you need to go. You got to preach in the morning. I was like, oh, man, it's all right, man. I'm going to gain an hour tonight. And he went, no, you're not. You're going to lose an hour. <laughs> and I went, he went spring forward. And I went, yeah. And I went, why in the world do I not, does that not just. The clock moves forward, but you move backwards. I know, but I, in my mind, I get it wrong every time. I guarantee you, I'm not the only one. There, Most of the listeners right now are like, y'all quit picking on Joey. I'm no. just like him. No, they're not. <laughs> He's still stuck on Back to the Future. He don't. He he, he lost all concept of how time works in those movies. <laughs> we're gonna have to get. We're gonna have to get Doctor Emmett Brown to come Y'all, explain it to you. First of all, I, I am fully aware of the personality types I'm in the room with. All right, and y'all think everybody's like you, but they're not. They're not. There are some monkeys out there that are. Yeah, you think so? Lost as yeah. All right. Well, um, I have a I have something interesting. This to share with you guys a, a story, or not a story. How about we'll just call this a news update? But this harkens back to one that we've done already. Okay. Okay. Harkens. There's news one of those words he update. learned at the podcast conference. <laughs> this this one is uh, similar to when we did. Um, we talked about the Chick Fil A cauliflower sandwich. Oh yeah. All right. So I hope y'all are ready for this. Say what? All right, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna wait on the whole thing. I'm just gonna get right to it. I changed my mind. All right, here we go. All right, so coming soon. This is going. This is like borderline blasphemous. Okay, I'm just warning you. Oh, there goes my phone. Sorry about that. More blasphemous um, than cauliflower chicken sandwiches. Did you learn I think so. anything mm. at podcasting? Yeah, I did not. <laughs> podcasting 101. Mute your phone. Mute your phone. <laughs> um, here. Okay, this is, um, yeah, this is borderline blasphemous, more so than cauliflower chicken sandwiches. Here we go. Coming soon, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups chocolate bars made from plants. Mm-hmm. No. So. They're not. Reese's what? peanut okay. butter. This is from AP News, by the way, and this is legit. This this article is from March seventh, twenty twenty three. So just this past week, Reese's peanut butter cups are getting the vegan treatment. The Hershey's company said Tuesday that that Reese's plant based peanut butter cups, which go on sale this month in the month of March, will be its first vegan chocolates that will be sold nationally. Yeah, no. Okay, I need a biology lesson here. <laughs> so, okay, so cocoa comes, comes from, from a plant. plant, and so do peanuts. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's a sugar-free no peanut chocolate bar. 
Okay. It's not the, it's I, not need, the sugar. I need the lesson. I it's need not the, the sugar. I need what? What are we oh, saving? I'm sure there's other stuff. Is it what corn are we syrup? Saving? No. What else do you use in when you make chocolate? What type of chocolate? Milk. Gotcha. Yeah. No dairy. Hmm. <laughs> what do they use? Almond milk. They use oats. Ah. They use it's an oat chocolate, oat chocolate confection and peanut butter. I'll be interested so to try. So it's an oatmeal cookie. I I bet it doesn't change the taste at all. I bet you'd be wrong. <laughs> you think so? Milk, you're going to say that you can tamper with Hershey's milk chocolate. You know what we should do? <laughs> when they come out, we should have a tasting live on the podcast. Okay. Put them side by side, see if Joey can tell the difference. I think they'll look different. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think they'll look different. I think they'll smell different, and I know they will taste different. Anyway... Here we go. Let me let me finish some of this okay. article. It'll be a, a second plant-based offering. Hershey's plant-based extra creamy with almonds and sea salt will follow in April. The chocolates are made with oats instead of milk. Hershey has experimented with vegan chocolate before. It sold an oat-based chocolate bar called Oatmade in some test markets in 2021. Mm-hmm. But the new products will be the first that are sold throughout the United States under the quote-unquote plant-based label. Hershey said consumers want choice and are looking for products they consider healthier or with fewer ingredients, including reduced sugar and plant-based options. Hershey also, inter- Hershey also introduced an organic version of Reese's Cups in February 2021. Younger consumers in particular are looking to reduce consumption of animal-based products, says Euromonitor, a market research firm. I'm sure there are people out there who are really excited about this. I'm just I'm, not one of them. Okay. <laughs> I think Hershey has missed the mark. <laughs> so let me, let me, t- let me tell you, I'm um, somewhat, well, I am lactose intolerant. That's a, I love milk. And like every now and then, I'll just drink a big old glass of whole milk knowing it's going to make my stomach hurt. <laughs> but I usually go for fair life now because it's lactose free. Right. So I don't know the science behind that when it comes to chocolate, but I can tell you if I eat like a decent amount of chocolate, if I eat like an entire chocolate bar of any type, candy bar or like a king-size Reese's peanut butter cup or something like that, and I don't know if there's lactose in the chocolate, like in milk chocolate, but chocolate will sometimes make my stomach hurt. And I don't know, like I said, I don't know the science behind it. I don't know if it's something else Hmm. or if it's lactose. But let's just say that I had for 100% – slam dunk proof that it was lactose that was in there that was making my stomach hurt. Mm -hmm. And they said, we're producing a a milk-free version. So in other words, now you can enjoy those Reese's Cups and it won't make your stomach hurt. I would look Hershey dead in the eye and say, give me a Reese's peanut butter cup. I want my stomach to hurt. Because you're that serious about it. I don't. What I'm saying is, I think they've missed the mark when they say younger (laughs) consumers want this. No, they younger oh, consumers yeah. are, um, what, what do you call it? They're virtue signaling. You see what I'm saying? Yes. They yeah, don't yes. really want it. They don't want this. Because I'm, I'm here to tell them right now, I will take the stomach ache, give me the peanut butter cup. Sure. Right. sure. <laughs> if I were looking for a vegan-friendly snack, I'd be all in. But if I were a lover of Reese cups, that's what I'm saying. I think they've I'm missed not the mark. Switch. If you're yeah. looking for a vegan friendly snack, 
you're probably not starting at peanut butter cups. <laughs> right. Okay. This is true. So let me give you my reaction to this. My reaction to this is, number one, I don't think, I, yes, it may change the taste a little, but I don't think it's going to be as drastic as you think it is. That's what I was getting at. And, mm. but I think nevertheless, ne- okay, that's we're fine. getting some. You're going to ne- try them on. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Nevertheless, nevertheless, there's one word that I just, just keeps flashing and lights over this whole thing unnecessary. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's unnecessary. Like, like I, I, I'm not a farmer per se, you know, like, you know, we're, my wife wants me to have chickens and she wants bees and things like that. I don't know if I could ever have a cow, <laughs> but if I had a dairy cow, she wants chickens. And I know bees. enough. Shit. <laughs> we just had honey and eggs. Apparently, being married to me is not enough. She's got to have an, other animals. But, uh, but, am I wrong when I say this? Don't dairy cows have to be milked anyway to stay healthy? Like so how, many meet the parents. How, so many meet the parents jokes right there. <laughs> There's all kinds of stuff you can milk, Joey. (laughs) They have to be. My point is this. In the whole point of going plant-based, the same animals. That little dairy cow named Geppetto, he has to be milked. He doesn't have to be milked. (laughs) So are you saying we're doing the cows an injustice by not using real milk? I'm trying to say that the whole, yes, that you're going against, in essence, what you're trying to achieve by this, right? Not necessarily, because vegan isn't necessarily save the animals. Right. Can be more of a like personal health choice. Okay, I could understand. Like, thing. why can't you just call that like lactose free Reese's cups? Well, why do you versus, have to call well, it? Well, I don't. Plant I don't based. know that. I don't know that chocolate actually has lactose in it anyway. Okay, I don't know that. I, I think it. It like Tiffany said, this is just more of like a personal choice. Like some people, they just they don't want animal based products. Period. And any type of dairy contains milk. So the the like I say the. That's overkill and overreaching. Well, what, unnecessary. The, but the point is, is that they, they're saying, so like the, the political side of this for someone, if, if the, the reason could be like Tiffany's saying, it could be health related, mm-hmm. right? That they don't want that, partic- that type of product, but it also could have a political lean to it. And the political lean would be, the point of view would be, if, if I don't partake in those animal products, then there's less animals that have to be in that, that have to be, essentially born into that environment right where they're in that that that's the political stance on it essentially yeah. so if they if everybody adopted that point of view there wouldn't be animals locked up somewhere getting milked all day kind of thing but the the truth is that that's that's kind of far from the truth and a lot of times you know what i mean there's anyway there, yeah. there's a lot of different angles to it yeah, because yeah. you could also have people that um you know Anyway, I don't want to get into all that political side. But no, I you, understand. You, you, you would have people that, that would come up and say, okay, but I'll show you how these animals are being treated better than they would otherwise or whatever, that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, and yeah. then you get into the overpopulation, and it's causing global warming because all the flatulence from the cow. So <laughs> You went there. You never heard that? Oh, I've heard it. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm just not responding. Okay. <laughs> I maintain if you want to make a vegan snack, make a delicious vegan snack, but don't call it a Reese cup because it's not a Reese cup. Uh, yeah. well, I agree with that. Here's what I we're going to do. That. We're going to find out. 
Let's do. When is do it, it coming out? Did you say? I don't know. It's this month. They're going to be available nationally, and they are um, they're a tad bit more expensive. Of course. Rite Aid has already come out and said, hey, they're going to be $2.50. <laughs> That's what they're going to cost. <laughs> As opposed to the standard $1.79. So it's not that much more expensive. What? That is more expensive. Well, yeah, per unit it is, but I'm sure it's costing them more to make it because they hadn't mm. ramp, they hadn't ramped up that that plant plant based side of the factory quite as much. So anyway, I thought it mm. I thought it was interesting. Mm. By the way, cutting uh cutting the dairy will not cut the calories. While Hershey didn't release all the nutritional facts, the 1.4 ounce package of plant based Reese's cup have 210 calories. That's the exact same number of calories in a 1.5-ounce package of a traditional Reese's Cup. So I will repeat myself. Unnecessary. I mean, it's technically healthier for your body, but that doesn't mean it's less calories. Is it, though? Mm. Is it, mm. though? Mm. You know I what guess, I mean? I guess that depends mm. on how processed it is. Yeah. Because it's like, um, like uh, for instance, like, was it Taco Bell that used so many oats in their meat or whatever? Or, or or here's a better example. And I'm not like, I don't know this, but I've just, I've seen multiple stories on this from both sides. People saying that the the, um, the plant-based burgers, like the Impossible Burgers, like the Impossible Whopper, yeah. are actually less healthy for you than just a regular Whopper. Yeah, if you want to eat vegetables, just eat vegetables. Yeah. Don't eat vegetables posing as meat. Because mm-hmm. all the stuff that they try to put into it to make it to taste make it like taste a burger, yeah. or to make it taste like a burger, you're getting all kinds of like yeah. different types of like seed oils and stuff like that that are not yeah. good for you. Anyway, so there's been some, there's now some studies. There's some people going in that direction as to say no, it's really not better for you. I don't know. Like I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a dietitian. I don't know. I'm just uh, right. You know, I went to CPC Junior High School, so. <laughs> Speaking of that, I think the sermon would have spoke to somebody from Sipsy yesterday. Let's talk about it. <laughs> King of segways. That's it. Wow, you're getting better at it. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I'm polishing it up. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> yesterday we did the second part of the Incline series. Yes, Last week part. I said it was the second part, but it was the first part. This is the second part. Yes. Part two. All right. So I got a few notes. We were in Mark chapter three. What? <laughs> Nothing. Why are y'all laughing at me? I'm just. I'm, I can't wait. You ready to talk about point number three? <laughs> point number three. Yeah. Wait. Oh, okay. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> or are you talking about like demons and stuff? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Let's yeah. just say it. <laughs> Mark chapter three, uh, verses thirteen through nineteen. And mm-hmm. This is this is uh, the message was essentially. Uh, kind of circling around the, the idea and what was going on when Jesus is calling the disciples, right? Right. And he's appointing them. Um, and then and so you kind of broke that down into three points, um, the first of which being, you know, he was appointing them, he was calling them to be with him. With him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if you, you just interrupt me. You want to say anything there? You want me to keep going? Um, I, I think one thing to point is just the whole, you know, the reason he's on the mountaintop, uh, you know, calling these disciples to him. It's very interesting that it comes right on the heels of when he had just went through basically offending the religious leaders with not going with their religious traditions and things like of that nature. And right. And so for that reason, you know, like I, I think I said Sunday, 
think I said this, that apart from the cross and the resurrection, probably the most important thing he did in those three years of ministry was to pick these 12 guys who would carry on the work of carrying the gospel out. Yeah. You know? I didn't hear you say that, but that's okay, though. Okay. I'm just kidding. (laughs) You said it now. I did. Okay. It's out there. Go ahead. <laughs> no, um, one of the things I like, though, that you, you talked about in regards to that, him being or them being with him is um, kind of the inaccurate view of what we have in terms of what discipleship is today. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to what they were being called to. Like, uh, we don't really know when we say, if somebody says, are you a believer? Are you a Christian? Yes. You know, essentially, are you a disciple is what they're asking, really. Mm-hmm. And when you say yes, you know, we don't really know. We don't really think about the weight of what that means and what it is that we're saying yes to and what it is that we're submitting to. Right. And so you spent a good bit of time mm-hmm. unpacking that about what it was what it was specifically that they would be saying yes to and uh, submitting to being a disciple. You know, mm-hmm. and you talked about how Jesus would have been seen as, um, you know, a religious leader, essentially a rabbi, right, mm-hmm. and a teacher, a teacher. And um, and they called him that on many right, occasions. Right, And so in the first century, when you say yes to being, you know, called to be a disciple, to, to be a follower, then you're submitting to that rabbi's view of Scripture. You're submitting mm-hmm. to their way of life. Um, mm-hmm. He talked, went into that to kind of break that down, talking about uh, yeshivas. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? I, I think. <laughs> I'm, I'm not Jewish. I'm sure there's a role or something in there. Yeah, but uh, you know, essentially a disciple or a group of disciples. It meant you're essentially basically giving your life away. That was mm-hmm. that was the commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so the disciples that that's the type of commitment they were making when when they um, when he called them to be with him mm-hmm. to go with yeah. him yeah. Um, being with him everywhere he went doing everything he did. Mm-hmm. And uh, you pointed out how it, uh, and like I said, just interject me at any time, uh, it rubbed off on the disciples. Like you used the example of, I like that one, that particular one of Peter's courage. In Acts 4, as being recognizable as being like Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, um, that, that they had been with him. But the, the story that you're referring to is when uh, they had healed the man mm-hmm. at the gate, mm-hmm. right? Uh, mm-hmm. Silver and gold have I none, but what I have I give mm-hmm. to you. Rise up and walk. Anyway, and then the man, they go on into the temple, and they're in there, you know, talking, and, and the man comes in starts making a commotion. Peter starts to preach. They get them, they lock them up. Mm-hmm. Then they bring them in front of the the religious council the following right. day because right. it was like late in the day, I think it says, and they locked them yeah. up. And then they bring them in front of the religious council, and they're standing there, and they're basically – you know, what makes you think you have the right to do this mm-hmm. or what, or how, how are you able to do this? They're just trying to get to the bottom of it. And, uh, anyway, I can't remember. I know it's, and then it's, they, and it's then Acts they, four, but yeah. And then they looked at them and said, you know, these are, they're just ordinary, they're men. ordinary, unlearned, ignorant fishermen, basically. Yeah. And, but the Bible says that they, they could tell the religious leaders could tell that these disciples had been with Jesus. Right. And that was, and, and it was by looking at their courage, you know, that, and they're like, okay, the same courage we're seeing in these guys, we've seen this before, and we saw that in our enemy, Jesus, you know? Yeah. So. I love, there's a particular part in that where um, when Peter kind of starts preaching to them, you know, mm-hmm. and 
uh, he there's uh, he's basically saying that you know this is what we've seen, this is what we've heard, like, and mm-hmm. we can't unsee something, we can't unhear something. Mm-hmm. Essentially, kind of tipping the cap to them and say, you guys are the smart ones. You guys are the religious leaders. We're just ordinary men. We're just fishermen. You know, mm-hmm. you, y'all know chapter and verse. So maybe y'all should tell us how this happened because we don't know. All we know is this is what we saw. This is what we heard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we can't unsee something. We can't unhear something. And then, but then Peter starts preaching to him and starts proclaiming the gospel saying mm-hmm. that there's no other name in which you would be saved. And, and that he also throws in the whole, he re, the old Testament reference, you know, the prophecy of the, the, the stone that the builders rejected mm-hmm. will become the cornerstone. Yeah. And, and Peter says to the religious leaders, he, the stone that you builders rejected has mm-hmm. now become the cornerstone. And that was like, yeah, make the hair on your neck yeah. stand up. Mm-hmm. That's like one of my favorite like interactions Yes, yeah. and it really displays like you know Peter's courage. Mm-hmm. Like he's just like, All right. uh, audi- <laughs> audience, don't mind if I do. I'll preach. You know, he's a <laughs> he's the guy that <laughs> Peter seems like the guy that always wants the microphone. You think? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, I like that one. The second thing that he did was um, so he's calling them, he's appointing them, calling them to be with him. The second thing is he's uh, giving them a task, right? Yeah. Um, well, the first one is he's training them. Training, yeah. Training. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. He trains Sorry. them. Yeah. He trains them by them being with him. Right, right. Like this was, wasn't, Jesus wasn't asking them to go to seminary. He wasn't asking them, you know, to meet with him once a week in a small group. Like he was like, that was the whole point. Was right. like, and, 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 and the reality is this. I think the hard, the hard, simple truth um, was that, you know, when you get to a place to, um, when you start thinking about how Jesus rubbed off on the disciples and people around them could tell that they have been with Jesus, um, I said this, I said, if people around us can't tell that we have been with Jesus, mm-hmm. then maybe he is not our teacher, yeah, our real teacher, and maybe we're not his real disciples. Yeah. So uh, that's that's a stinging rebuke a little bit mm-hmm. to all of us. Sure. Um, that, you know, if you do call yourself a follower of Jesus, then let's really, let's really pay attention to how much time we're logging mm-hmm. with him, mm-hmm. yeah. doing life with him. So the uh, second one was the task. He, he mm-hmm. gave them a task, give them a mission, give them a pur- purpose, which was sending them out to preach. Yeah. You know, uh, you, you said he didn't call them to sit around and debate things. He called them to a task and the task was straightforward. It was essentially the great commission. Mm-hmm. You read it from Matthew chapter 28. Yeah. Um, probably one of the best lines in the sermon, one of the best statements in the messages yesterday for me mm-hmm. was when you said, um, you, well, you were unpacking that, what the task was, what the mission was. You talked about the Great Commission. Obviously, we all relate the Great Great Commission with the with the first few words of it is go therefore, right? Mm-hmm. You know, right. and so you hear a lot of sermons, a lot of devotions, a lot of things that talk about you know, us going in the name. But when, so when you, you got into talking about that, um, the, one of the most powerful statements to me in the message was when you said the reason you won't grow in Christ is the same reason for why, or is essentially the same reason you won't go in Christ. Mm-hmm. So, or I, I think I added in Christ. You said the same reason you won't grow is the same reason you won't go. Mm-hmm. But And vice versa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So anything to add there? Because from there I jumped to the third no, I, I think I think it's just important to know, kind of uh, in a sense, because here's Jesus sitting on a mountaintop, you know, 
you know, or, or whatever, or mountainside, whatever, just calling these these disciples. Um, I think it's important, in a sense, Jesus is still there on that mountainside, you know, and symbolically calling disciples, and we are, that's why we're to go. And so I think that should just give us confidence knowing that Jesus does the calling, we just do the going. Mm-hmm. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like that should get, that should encourage you because so many people don't go because they're afraid that they don't know. Like they're afraid of what they don't know. They're afraid of the unknown. They're afraid of, you know, you know, I, I may say the wrong thing or whatever. But I think if, that's not how you should start. I think you should start with okay, God, God is already doing the calling, um, and he's and and he's called me to go. So all I got to do is just the go going part and then I can trust that whatever's going to happen here um as long as I am you know following his ways walking in his ways I, I'm, I'm not really worried about how this thing turns out you know mm-hmm. and so I think we're just so result oriented when it comes to going and sharing our faith making disciples I think so many people it's just that fear of failure you know yeah. and, and I, I'm not sure how to get I've in 33 years of ministry I have not figured out how to overcome that in somebody's thought process like that has to come internally where the spirit's just replacing that kind of fear of failure with a spirit of power and love and self-control you know yeah so 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 we had he trained them he tasked them and then the last one was he trust them Mm -hmm. and so the third third thing he's calling them to is is to you know he's going to trust them by giving them authority right yes. giving them authority to basically be his hands and feet to be him yeah. to be a reproduction of him which yeah. is what a disciple is mm-hmm. you know um as a disciple if you you know you talked about though what we got you got to very quickly is if you're going to do that and you're going to go into the world and you're going to have his authority and you're going to um you know be his hands and feet, there's going to be pushback, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like spiritual warfare essentially is what um, yeah. Yeah. What we got into. Uh, to, you talked about, you know, facing evil spirits. And um, I, I, always, I do love the, the part where you talked about, you know, the encounter <laughs> that they had with the demon-possessed yeah. man. What, 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 yeah. where's that, that out of? That is Acts 19. Yeah. In and verse 13. And it's who again? It was... Uh, uh, basically, it was some Jews who were going around... It dropping, doesn't name them? Uh, it, well, it says the sons of Ske- the seven sons of Sceva. That's right. That's a right. A Jewish and a Jewish chief yeah. priest. And they, they say, yeah, yeah. Jesus, we've, Jesus, we've heard of, and we know who Paul... Or Jesus, we know, and we've heard of Paul or something like that. But yeah. who are you? Who that, are you? Yeah, yeah, that's like, makes the hair on your neck stand up. It's showing up, dude. But, uh, <laughs> but listen to what they were doing. They would say, this is what they would say. In the name of the Jesus whom Paul preaches... Not who we believe. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. they were they were like, We 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 want the magic and mm-hmm. we want yeah. the awe of what we see Jesus do through the we, what these other guys are doing. And so we're gonna get in on that action. Yeah. But we're not all in. Because the because the whole point of this, I'm I, I don't want to overstep no, what no. you were about to say. No, go ahead. The whole point of this was the the line that that the one good thing I can say about evil is that it will it's a litmus test to you and your authenticity mm-hmm. like it it knows if you're the real thing or not yeah mm-hmm. and and that's why i said you better not 
go out there like I'm gonna take on hell with a water pistol. Right. And you you haven't spent time with Jesus. Right. You know, it's like when you you're gonna face some stuff where it's like, whoa, I need a little bit more Jesus on tap before, <laughs> before oh, yeah. I say, you know, so a lot of people get way out of their league on some of this stuff. Yeah. And they, anyway. they, they, it recognizes who Jesus is, and so yep. therefore it recognizes immediately if you are authentic or not. Absolutely. And if you're the real deal. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's so many examples of that in Scripture, right? I mm-hmm. mean, the one that I wrote the devotion on about the, the legion of demons, mm-hmm. the other side where the disciples go with Jesus in the yep. boat over to, you know, the Decapolis, and they land and they're having to, and the guy comes out that's been you know, breaking chains and whatever, he's filled with the legion of demons that he cast into the pigs or yeah. whatever. And you reference that in the in the message. But the first thing he says is like, you know, what are you what are you doing here? I can't remember the exact quote, but it's you know, mm-hmm. or have you come to torture us? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. like and why that, are you here? Son and of that, God. That's what I said too when I was you know, because because when you start talking about demons, evil spirits, the church like leans up. Like some some are some love it because they're looking for the next haunted ghost story. Right. But then there are other people that are like, okay, I'm about to get uncomfortable. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But but the one thing that that nobody can deny was you read through the gospels. Whenever Jesus or, you know, you know, someone with a spiritual authority came in contact with evil spirits, the one thing their biggest request right. was leave me alone. Leave me yeah, alone. leave me alone. What are you here to hurt me? What <laughs> Yeah. Well that's what they yeah. they they uh, they begged the legion of demons, begged Jesus to s- send us out of the country, like yeah. send us out, of, send us away from this place. Yeah, just leave us alone. Leave us alone. Yeah, don't uh, hurt us. That was um, that. I do think it's timely. Have y'all seen the new uh, mm-hmm. trailer for the Russell Crowe? Oh movie? no, I hadn't seen that. Which one are you talking about? You talking about the oh. one of the guy that's in jail? No, I was. I thought you were about to go into like this revival that's going on among college campuses, and now they're starting to. You're starting to see videos pop up of people in these actual services where there's thousands of students, and then like one person just starts like. Oh yeah, I've seen like, that. Well, there's more than one though. That's yeah. I mean, it. Wasn't just that lady screaming, you know? It was like, but. It was just eerie for me to see that kind of stuff because, you know, like what I was telling you about when I was in Africa in certain places. And, True. you know, it was literally, it was like, it was, it's just rampant um, because of certain things. I won't say much, but like, I mean, if you're, if your mainstay is a witch doctor, there's a good chance that we're, we're going to encounter some evil spirits. And, mm-hmm. and so all that to say, and ancestral worship and all that and stuff. And so anyway, all that to say that, you know, um, whenever I would say the name Jesus, you would hear mm-hmm. noises all over the crowd. My interpreter told me, he said, that's that's demonic spirits. They don't like, they want you to leave them alone. Like, well, that, well, we're happy where we are. Leave us yeah. alone. What, what are you doing here? Go back to America. You know? right. Yeah. <laughs> what, do they, what do they say? Huh? What do they say? Whoop. I'm so glad we Sorry. keep this real. Let's keep it real here, baby. <laughs> well, I, I'm not sure what you were trying to do. I don't know. There. I don't know. I just thought that would be funny. If, <laughs> Today if, we up after joy. You, you know, the, the little African man introduces you, yeah. and you stand up and he's like, I'm here to talk to you about the Son of God, Jesus Christ, and then in the back, a demon. <laughs> 
in case anyone out there thinks that the pastors of High Point sit around and have serious <laughs> theological discussions, this is how it always goes. It does. We talk about serious stuff, but yeah. we're not, we have like fun this. while we do it. Yes. That's how we cast them out in Corner, Alabama. <laughs> Be, <laughs> <go> <laughs> yeah. Be gone. <laughs> oh man! No, somebody's gonna think we're making fun. I know they're, they and are, that's not and right, I'm not because we're not. I'm not. It's just, just that's serious stuff, man. And you're I, over playing. I know. <laughs> I know. There's a there's two movies that are coming out though that have to do with this. Like really? you know, there's always like a new exorcism type movie. Oh gosh, you know what I'm saying? So and those are so inaccurate, man. Yeah, the the one of the new one of them is you can tell they're definitely they're. Obviously, any movie is going to like majorly like romanticize the the story or whatever. Yeah, but you know, there's the there's the story of the guy who was known as the Pope's exorcist that had performed like all the like tons and tons of different exorcisms or mm. whatever. And anyway, Russell Crowe is playing him in a new movie, and it's going to be like a crazy, scary horror movie. You can tell mm -hmm. just from like I, I watched the trailer and wet the bed. But there's a. Uh, um, <laughs> There, there's another one that's coming out. I think it's actually by, or maybe involves like a faith-based film group. Really? Yeah. That's not. And this was about like he's trying to prove the innocence of a man who he feels like committed a crime because he was like possessed by a demon or something. Like it's. I can't mm -hmm. remember the exact story. But anyway, it's. I can't. And I can't remember the name of the movie. So I'm just here. To tell you nothing, but that's still uh, though. Yeah, there, it just seems like there's always a new movie. Like it's like you know the yeah. media is always trying to capitalize on why. But you know, you also see saw that you know even in especially growing if you were a Christian growing up in the late eighties, nineties, early two thousands. You know that whole idea of like you know demon possession and everything. Mm -hmm. Like it became a entertainment oh yeah mm -hmm. it was extreme entertainment and like i was and many of those guys i, I know one in particular I'm, I'm thinking in my head i'm not going to say his name but man he was he literally was uh they did fact checking on him and 90 percent of his show was an absolute lie yeah straight up lie yeah yeah. And, and it was like, and people were were flying from other parts of the world to sure. come hear this guy speak about demon possession and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, it's like, it's a show, guys. Yeah. It's but it's not a show. This is not, this is yeah. real. This yeah. is this is stuff that we really encounter. And uh, just for the you sake know. of people listening, I don't want them. I don't want them to get the uh, the picture if they weren't there that your whole message was about demon possession. It really had very little to do with that at yeah. all. No, it was really about spiritual warfare. Yeah, well, ultimately. just it was really just to make the point, and really, and really, what made it even as well. I mean, just as well, and kind of was my last note actually was you were how it, the reason it came up is because what we talked about is um, it evil's recognition of of who Jesus was, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, um they uh even when Judas kissed Jesus on the cheek to betray him, like he referred to him as rabbi. rabbi. Right. Yeah. So that that was that's actually where my notes ended. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Um I, I think that one other thing just in case you weren't there, we did discuss the sequence of how Jesus um this you know he discipled like he 
trained you first. Right. Then he tasked you with a task. Then he trusted you. Then he trusted you. Right. That's Where, right. And what, what we see now with evil is just a flip of that. The flip of that is, hey, trust me, what I'm saying is right. Like, don't you don't have to fact check me. Just trust me. And then if you trust me, if I get you into my, you know, first level of hell, so to speak, like right. a, if I can get you to trust me, then I'm going to share you the a secret task that you can do, okay? And then if you're in on that, if you're mm. willing to do this task, then I got you because now I can train the way you think. I can train the way you, you see what I'm saying? It's yeah. backwards. It's very demonic. And so, like, I, I shared a story of a guy that came to church here one time who was, you know, he brought me his handwritten book that he had made copies of. Yeah. Remember that guy? Mm -hmm. I and, remember. I thought you were going to tell a different story, though. Oh, did you? Yeah. I'll just put, let me just say it. I thought you were going to tell a story about a bumblebee. Oh, no. I thought about <laughs> it. I can't tell you all about that one. I know. That that one would be pure entertainment, and y'all would want to hear the whole story, and I'd have to make a whole movie, and it's a big thing. So, can I? No. Can I? Is I can't say anything. I, I I don't think you should. Okay, I really don't think you should. I so I want to. I will so say. Bad. I will say that was probably I, that's that's, that's probably be. the number one moment when I felt my life at risk being in ministry. Yeah, like I really. I mean, that's when I'm looking because there was glass windows in there, and I'm looking for Blake. I'm looking for people, and, it, it, and I'm like, "Who's going to save me?" And his his lot, yeah, not not at risk from the bumblebee, but there was a bumblebee involved. It's just <laughs> it's a long, complicated. It's not a long story. Can't, Wait, no, okay, no, okay. no, 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 no. It's so good though. No, it's so good. <laughs> it involved hearing voices coming out of his television. It's a lot of huh. it's a lot of stuff, but I even that situation was the exact same thing. Yeah, the stuff he was telling me was like, "Trust me, trust me," you know. Right. So, like this other guy that came up was telling me, like, "The world's coming to an end. If I don't preach this to our people, I'm right. Their blood's going to be on my hands." And I just immediately used the inverse of that process because I know that Jesus trains, tasks, then trusts. So I looked at him and I said, okay, so where did you get your training from? And he was like, nobody. I was like, where'd you train? At home. I said, were you with a group of got no? I did it by myself. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, all right. So, so what is the task and the purpose here of you bringing this to me? What are we supposed to do as a church if this is true? And his exact response was, um, I don't know, other than... You know, I was like, what, are we supposed to sell everything we have and, like, just lock in on this? Like, and he was like, I, I maybe, if you just read it. And I was like, okay, I'll read it, you know. And so that's the thing, you know, it's like, and I read it, and it was like, no wonder he didn't have anybody around him because there was not much scripture, and it was based on very current events, and he was connecting a lot, using a lot of crazy math mm -hmm. and stuff. And I was just like, you know. A lot so this of is numerology. Yeah, very much numerology. And I mean, I think there's there's validity to that. I mean, there's all kinds of really interesting symbolic things that God does with like numbers, numbers, or, yeah, uh, number forty and things like you know what yeah. I mean throughout Scripture. But it's but the then, Wild West, man. It is when the it, Wild West. When you do numerology, it's like 
It's the abyss. Because it's you, like the it's like uh, I tell you another thing too that deals with numbers and and this kind of stuff was the whole. Uh, have y'all heard all this about the enneagram stuff? Yeah. Have y'all read about all that? <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't. Read you it. just scared. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, for the listener, (laughs) (laughs) Tiffany and Joey were both extremely engaged in this conversation, and when he said Enneagram, I played. (laughs) They both jumped. (laughs) (laughs) Tiffany looked behind her at the door. (laughs) Tiffany came out of her seat. She I did. She said, You might need to check your blood pressure. (laughs) What what type of... <laughs> Who's coming in on me, and why? Are, why do they sound like a cuckoo she, clock? <laughs> I'm oh sorry. My goodness. I'm sorry. Oh. It sounded like it came from behind me. <laughs> she's crying, y'all. I know she is crying. It's like, because it the, scared uh, her to death. Like, and I, it got me for a minute. I was I like, "What's yeah. going on?" I'm, Here's the thing, y'all just got a headphone upgrade. Y'all are experiencing what good headphones sound like. <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness! That, that well, usually I that see was, you reach for the. Button, I know, but it's because I. But I was looking at Joey as he was talking about this. I had my hand sitting here because when we got into that conversation, I knew at some point I was just right waiting for the opportune time I was gonna. <laughs> so I'll tell you Sorry. what happened though. Wow, the door behind me is open. Yeah, and so I naturally have a thing of like what's behind me yeah yeah and so when you did that i was like what's behind me if we could have had somebody come in if it was planned i know tiffany would have lost i will never you would have broke those headphones you seem a little nervous because the door's open anyway no if y'all notice if you ever eat at a restaurant with me you face the door i sit yeah I, i face where i can see look don't worry were yeah, you, were, don't worry. Did you serve in the war or something? <laughs> no. Nope. If something normally guys with I, PTSD do that, I'm looking directly at the door. If something sneaks in the door behind you, you know what I'm gonna do? <laughs> You're gonna <laughs> wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh my thing god. Is spiders minus people coming in a door. Okay. So. Oh my gosh. All right. I, I don't even I, know if that, it's worth bringing up the enneagram. That's better than oh, me, god. like you know. Uh, doing like a Patronus spell or something, Harry Potter style. <laughs> That's all. Sorry. All right. Go That's ahead. All. Anyway. Anyway. I don't even think I can come back from that. <laughs> like Y'all, y'all well, both but, jumped. The whole Enneagram yeah. thing is done. Like, go look it up. It's, <laughs> it's over done. It's over. It's, yeah. It's it sick. could be valuable, but it's But overdone. no, I mean, you've heard the, the guy who actually came up with it, like, confess that he... He went to some some dark places to come up with that. Mm, like that. it, like like he got the whole idea like from anyway. You you can look it up and read it, but it's just crazy math. So that's that's what this guy was doing. And after I read, honestly, the guy never came back. You know, uh, title for today's episode: Yes, plant based demons. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Done. I love it. Plant based demons. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Just so everybody knows, I had to prove to them the organicness of our of our of our our process. Oh yeah, like this is not planned. There's nothing planned. Clearly not. No, not at all. So 
Anyway, that's kind of where the message ended. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I thought it was good. It yeah. was a good Sunday. Worship was good. Worship team did a great job, God, as always. so good. And, they uh, so that good. new song they're doing? Oh, oh yeah. We're, we're fighting a battle that's, you've already that you've already Shane won. And Shane. Oh, so oh good. yeah. I love it. Okay. It's, it's good right. stuff. <laughs> What's the name of it? What's the name of the song? You've already won by Shane and Shane. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, y'all both like you quoted different lyrics. I know the song. Y'all just both yeah. quoted different mm-hmm. lyrics. Anyway, mm-hmm. it was good right. stuff. Well, uh, so what else? What do we have coming up? What's going on? Well, that's one yeah. reason why we got Tiff on here. We want to let everybody know that you know she is like a fountain of information. High all things high point, and so we certainly want we certainly want you guys to know that you know if you got questions about anything going on here at the church or uh, even facilities or whatever you name it just uh tiffany is going to be your one-stop shop there so yeah so i'll go ahead and give you guys some stuff that's coming up real soon um i actually just found out right before this podcast this thursday night the women's ministry starting back there third thursdays all right so they're having what they're calling (laughs) super thursday Um, let me guess they're making soup they're having soups Mm. yeah let's go women yes what'd y'all do last Um, time y'all y'all had food at last time what was it last time Oh, charcuterie oh, so, yeah, stuff. So yeah, so we just finished up a I don't, study. I think you're saying that wrong. How do you say okay. it? Charcuterie? I'm not going to say it because my husband makes fun of me for the way I say it. How's, I think how's it's char- the right way to say okay, it? So I, I don't know. I think it's charcuterie. I don't think it's charcuterie. <laughs> Shut up, man. I, I'm serious. I don't think it is. <laughs> I'm going to look it Can up. Can we ask ask Google to read it out Yeah, let, let's do that. Well. Let's do that. Okay. Uh, sure. I don't even know You don't even know how to spell it. <laughs> C-H-A-R-C. Okay, here we go. I got it. I got it. I got it. Here we go. We're going to do a pronunciation of it. Uh, yeah. Charcuterie. You think so? I think you're wrong. <laughs> I was trying to get it. You, you might be right. You might be right. All right. Let's see. I don't know if this will come through here or not. Let's see. Charcuterie. You were right. It didn't so say it. Go. It didn't say it through Boom. the system like I wanted it to. But anyway, charcuterie. Yeah, but it we is did charcuterie. that for our friendship study that we did recently. It was mm-hmm. uh, six or seven weeks, and then yeah. we did a different kind of board every week. Um, so that was a lot of fun, and we actually had a lot of ladies turn out to that. Like I kept having to reprint books, tons. Um, I think I printed over seventy books, and, and y'all had, had like two. Cons- yeah, we had two nights going on. We had Sundays and Tuesdays, so that was pretty good. We are starting a new study. Um, April 2nd, it's going to be 12 Women of the Bible. The cool thing about this one is the stu- the lessons don't necessarily build on each other. So if you can't make every Sunday night, like you're not missing anything. Right, you can come right. in and learn about that woman of the Bible that week. So that's going to be a good one to look out for. Hmm. Um, and then registration's open for our annual women's retreat. So all that's on the Facebook page, though. It's Women's Ministry at High Point Facebook group. Let me know what night y'all are talking about. Delilah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my god! I'm sorry. Delilah, <laughs> Delilah. Just see that. Who? No. What is that song? Delilah. That's hey there, she's, Delilah. She has a radio. Hey there, Delilah. Yeah. No. Yeah. What? No. No. Yeah. Yeah. She's on like she's on like the radio. But I'm talking yeah. about what group is that? This. I have that? no clue. Hey there, Delilah. I was like middle school for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying I saw I saw where the guy that actually sings that song. Yeah. There's a gir- there was a girl in the hospital with cancer. And she's like seven years old. Her name was Delilah. And she loved that song. Like her mom would sing that song to her as a kid. 
And so she loves that song. And so he did a video. He did a video where he's like, hey, Delilah, I hear you like my song. And so, you know, I'm going to sing it for you. And so he starts singing and then he gets he gets halfway through it and he's like, oh, wait a minute, this is not good enough. And then he walks in the door wearing the same outfit that he was on the video. Oh, wow. And then he starts singing and the little girl starts crying. That's cool. I'm telling you, I don't care how strong you are. That'll get you. That's yeah. Awesome. That'll get yeah, you. So Delilah. So, anyway. Yeah. What else, what else do we got going on? So a lot of, yeah, a lot so of women's stuff. A lot of women's stuff. Very oh, real quick on that, on that, I'm sorry, on that retreat, um, tell everybody where that's going to be. And yeah, it's going to be at Camp McDowell. It's actually mm -hmm. not very far from here. Mm -hmm. um, it's a cool little place. We've been there a few years now, and there's we'll have cabins. We'll have um, a little kitchen area, and we'll get together and do some devotions um, Friday night and Saturday throughout the day. It is in September, but I can't remember the dates off the top yeah. of my head. We'll and you soon, and though. every every woman drives her own car because it's kind of yeah. close, and so yeah. a lot of lot of ladies can't stay the whole weekend. They come and go, yeah, you know, come so up for the day. But so, there's canoeing and hiking and swimming and laying Absolutely. out by the pool and just my wife out. loves it by the way yeah. she loves it yeah so really yeah it's a good time really does i call it camp on a wine <laughs> <laughs> behind their back I love sorry <laughs> uh, you you've been up there right you? yeah yeah didn't you dive down for a gopro there no 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 that was at uh um where our kids go to camp uh, oh, cornerstone. 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 Okay. Yeah, that was at Cornerstone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. But right. I have I have been there. Moving on. Yeah, sorry. So, <laughs> sorry. No, you're good. Uh, baby dedication, April 2nd during second service. So mm -hmm. you can download the High Point app and register your family if you have a new one that you want to present and uh, do dedication for. We'll have that going on. So you can register in the app or on our website. Um, Easter service is coming up April mm -hmm. 9th, not 12th. I realized for all you people out there who noticed, oh, yeah. I misprinted it on the handout. I had three people text me a picture of it. Yeah. Why are people so critical? I was like, we know. We know. <laughs> and, and then I responded that way to every one of them, and two of them gave me a thumbs up, and one, one of them says, well, then why does it say the 12th if you know? That's probably, I think I know who that is. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, yes. So April much the 9th, love and mercy. I know. Nine and ten thirty will be our Easter services. Nine and ten thirty. So yeah, that's everything going on now. Coming up really soon, we're going to have open up uh, summer camp registrations for kids and students, and we also, you know, we don't have our Wednesday night services going on during the summer, so we'll have a midweek schedule coming out for the summer with all kinds of fun stuff going on. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. If you enjoyed like the fish fry, the yeah. shrimp bowl. The Wingo swim, Bingo. Swim nights for the kids. Yeah, yeah. all that stuff's coming yeah. back. And we yeah. are doing the Egg Venture thing. Yes, yes. On for Easter. Easter. Easter, Egg Venture. Whoa. Tell everybody real quick what this that is. This is the great Egg Venture. Because there's a lot of people <laughs> who don't... <laughs> like I guarantee you there's video. a lot of people who don't know what that is. Yeah, so uh, how many years ago... Three, four years, four years ago, yeah, we, like we stopped. We still will do a physical egg hunt for children yes. that will take place here uh, in the afternoon. And then at four o'clock, I think it is, ain't that right? Four o'clock, so. we send out a list of clues. You have to, uh, you'll have to um, subscribe. We'll have like an opt in option. Uh, we'll start publishing that on the screens and we'll put it in the bulletin a couple weeks, starting a couple weeks before Easter. But it's a text message uh, that you'll want to opt in on, and you will receive a text message that afternoon that has a link to clues uh, that will lead you to the location 
and you pick which one, maybe the one that you're closest to that you figure out, whatever, but you pick the, you pick the egg that you want to go hunt based on the clues and the clues will put you in the general vicinity of any particular egg. And if you find it, they will contain a prize. Like seriously good prizes. Yeah. At a minimum, I think the worst prize we give out is like $25 gift cards. We give out $50 gift cards. We give out $100 cash. So, mm. and everything in between. So that's, that's kind of what you want to go, you know. So it's a lot of fun. The, uh, we've, we've, you know, we've had tons and tons of people participate in it. And it's a good opportunity to, what we've had, what we've had take place a lot is on Easter, people will generally go eat with their families after church. Right. right. And so, They'll be sitting around, they'll eat, they'll do their normal family thing, and then that'll kind of start winding down in the afternoon. And then all of a sudden, that text message hits, and people will say, hey, this is my church, and we're doing this. You want to go find an egg? If we find one, it's worth something. you know. Yeah. So anyway, so, yep. So make it's sure a you- virtual egg hunt done on your phone. Yeah, I guess I guess you could say, like, virtual scavenger hunt, egg hunt kind of mm-hmm. thing. I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. how you would explain it. It's sort of... Sort of like that. But this is our fourth year? Fourth, maybe. Fifth. I don't know. Something like that. It's worked well. Yeah, Everybody loves it. Yeah, we have a lot of people participate in it. A lot of people in the community participate that don't even go to church here. So. Yeah. Like, I can tell you this. Word of advice. If you're thinking about doing it and you're and you're like, hey, you want to go look at this egg? I don't know. Let's let's finish nope. watching this first. Sitting on G waiting on O. Oh. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, you hesitate, yeah. you lose. Yeah, you lose. seriously, like. Ten minutes, everything's found. Yeah, some yeah years. pretty I much. Mean, it's, the, it's quick. I mean, some of them will happen real quick, and then there'll be others that are. So uh, you kind of have to be able. Do to, y'all feel like we've made them too easy? Do y'all feel like we should uh, maybe up the l- no, difficult because level? There's been a few where we've had people looking in different locations for them mm-hmm. for the same egg. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now, not necessarily. the The thing is, is once you get people that start to look for so long. And then they don't even know if they're in the right place. Right. You kind of have to start throwing them a bone every now and then or else they just kind of quit. True. Now, you do do that, right? I do like that. Like you'll throw a, a, mm-hmm. a hint yeah, so if, if it hadn't been found. If one goes on for quite some time, I'll throw a hint out there. Or if I know that there there's a lot of people in a particular location, then I'll do this by just communicating from, uh, you know, you know, I guess home base here. <laughs> I'll be, <laughs> yeah. I'll be communicating with a number of different people that are out hunting and find out. Okay, are there a lot? You know, once I because f- I know where all the eggs are located, and I um I will communicate with people that I know are in different locations and mm. and determine if I know there's you know 150 people at one location and nobody's finding it because they're overlooking it. Then I'll give I'll throw out a hint that would send all 150 rushing to one little particular spot. <laughs> and then you know it's going to be found because they'll dig the, the, you know, they'll empty all the pea gravel out one at a time if yeah. they have to. to, to do you remember, it. do you remember the, the egg trail that year we did that? <laughs> yep. down Because on the back yep. side of our property, you've, if you've never been to our campus, on the back side of our property is just tons of woods and we have a walking trail that kind of goes through it yeah and uh it's more defined at sometimes than others but it is it's probably grown up (laughs) you know but um so what's funny is we we decided to like hide eggs on that trail but then we would go out into the woods a little deeper and hide well prize eggs well no we (laughs) not with the little kids well what it was was we hit we hit eggs in the playground we hit eggs in the amphitheater we hit eggs in different places based on your age based on your age group and we didn't tell people that we had hid that's right 
we had hit a handful of prize eggs down in the woods, down, down in the that woods, walking trail. But you can go down that walking trail. So, but, but we, but we there had were not some told were, anyone that it was down there. Now, keep in mind, we, we put the easier ones near the trail, but mm-hmm. the harder ones were deeper in the woods. And and we told I, when we told them what the prizes were, like real cash. Yeah, the one had a hundred dollars in it. I have never <laughs> in my life seen adults transform into five-year-old kids turned loose in a candy store in the middle of the woods. If I'm lying, I'm dying. At one point, I looked down (laughs) into the woods, and in the woods was this young man who had thought he saw the egg in a... It was like a tree trunk that had been like broken off, but it was a huge tree, and it had been (laughs) hollowed out. He was down in it. From waist up, was down in it with his legs dangling in the air, and I I took a picture of it. It was it looked like Winnie the Pooh trying to get honey. (laughs) 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 It was the funny part though. The funniest part to me is we talked about this before, and I don't know who this guy is, and maybe he oh maybe he's a regular attender. I'm not talking about that guy. Oh okay. So when we. I'm I'm the one who made the announcement. We had a tent set up, and there was a few speakers playing music, and we decide, okay, things are winding down. It's time to tell them about the secret, the secret uh, plot of eggs, basically, right? And so I announce it, and there's this guy standing next to the tent. He's got on a fishnet hat, fishnet Abu, Abu Garcia hat. Let's go. <laughs> mullet hanging out the back. Let's go. Dale Jr. shirt. Let's go, man. My kind of guy. My kind of guy. Blue jeans tucked into his into his boots. <laughs> and uh and about that time, I I say there's there's some there's a, a you know, there's a secret uh field of or plot of eggs down our walk down the walking trail there into the woods. <laughs> and he's standing there holding his like one year old toddler. And I say, and by the way, one of them has a hundred dollars cash in it. He says, "What?" And he sits that baby down and starts high stepping in those boots. <laughs> and I still have like, because he's a tall, lanky guy, and I still have that picture in my head of him running down, high stepping in those boots. You know. <laughs> Jumping over kids. Shelly, the game has changed. Take this baby. <laughs> hey, hold the baby. Hold, hold the baby. The baby. <laughs> <laughs> hold the baby. We go we going to Olive Garden. Quit making fun of my family like that. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. Is there anything else? We better so stop. We've learned get, a lot. We're, we're digging a deep, deep ditch for ourselves yep. in this one. Today, you have learned to mute your phone while you're doing a podcast. Today, yes. you have learned all about Joey's sermon. You have learned how to pronounce charcuterie. Charcuterie. <laughs> you have learned about plant-based demons and uh, <laughs> what kind of people show up to an egg hunt. So, no, I'm, I'm teasing. It was a good time. And what Tiffany sounds like when she is scared to scared death. To death. <laughs> Yeah, we got to make sure Matt <laughs> listens to this one. FYI, anybody that wants to, you know, uh, scare Tiffany real bad, just sneak up on her and play, oh the, play the sound and, of and, a cuckoo and play, clock. Play a good Don't sound do that. <laughs> I'm going to be so paranoid at church Sunday. <laughs> hey, yep. you need to have that on your phone, and whenever yeah. like we're in staff meetings, oh something comes God. up, you just play that. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. have nightmares of that thing and demons. All right, anything else? Y'all good? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Good. All right. Well, have a good one, guys. See y'all. See See ya.
Sandy Grevy. 